Like sticking our hands in the yeah, middle. Yeah, that is that the is bullet. Fun. All right, we'll stick our hands in the middle because all the cameras can see. Joe Rogan. Okay. <laughs> what? Uh, we should get the soundboard to like to do like this, like the TikTok voice reading our our hate oh. comments out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. Read hate mail at the yeah, end of every episode yeah, yeah. with that sassy new TikTok voice. <laughs> yeah. That's new. It's, it's like gotten a year sassier. Old, but like, it's gotten sassy. Which is a sassy one. There's the one that sounds like Coach Steve. It used to be more neutral, and now there's uh there's one that sounds like. Jason yeah. Manzoukas and one that sounds like uh, uh, just a sassy lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's like it's like, it's it's like robot assistant that's like halfway from like gaining sentience and, and the American against. Journal of Losers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. overworked robot. Yes, yeah. Where it's like it's like they're they are starting to broken fan us. robot. It's just the way that she emphasizes certain syllables. Mm. Enjoy it. Ah, dude. Enjoy Can you not police syllables. every woman robot speed <laughs> that you come across? I mean, imagine we got we got a couple of hate comments, right? <laughs> oh, imagine, no. Imagine if we were women. It would be insanely oh, oh, yeah. bad. Yeah. It, we would be we would be fucking found dead yeah. in our apartments. And there would have been, been a- 30 times more comments. They would have been pointing out that we're not funny. No one even noticed that we're not funny. No. Yeah. In our hate comments so far. It hasn't even come up. They're just yeah. uh, they're just defending Nikola Tesla. Well, that's how. Well, it, I, it never dawned on me that having a podcast where you like innocuously call stuff losers will make people be like, "You're the fucking loser, <laughs> dude." <laughs> it, it was a moment I was like, we got our first little bit of criticism, and I was like. <laughs> Not first bit of criticism yeah, but our, yeah. our of first, our entire lives. <laughs> yeah, I'm we not, went unchecked for way too long. <laughs> I mean, it's just I was like, oh yeah, I guess we are calling them losers. We have kind of lost sight of the but in like a night in a nicer. Yeah, way. If, you, if you listen to the full episode, that you know, we acknowledge why they don't know that though. No, I know, and that's why it was fun. I mean, those full listens. The guy, the guy that was making fun of us for talking about women without a woman in sight. I love so that. Incredible. Like, I mean, well, what he doesn't know is we can't podcast without a woman in sight, which is why on the fourth wall of the room, uh, which I hate to break, uh, we keep a woman, a stand-in. Oh yeah. sure, Danica we rotate Patrick. her out. They don't work more than twenty minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, so we have three yeah. different women each yeah, episode. These are OSHA regulated Adam women. Bored of <laughs> seeing a woman for more than twenty minutes. So <laughs> I, we have to... I get it. After yeah. that, well, they, get, you know? <laughs> they get offended at how many times he asks them to spin around. <laughs> My favorite Twirl. That yeah. comment, which was maybe anti-Semitic, yeah, <laughs> was in her replies. But I'm not Jewish. I, yeah, you're not. But, I don't but, think I look typically Jewish. I think he just said I have a big nose. Calling someone a nose, I don't want. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't want to interrogate it too deeply. All right, but well, I, my my, I'd I, be happy to be a part of the Jewish. The most egregious accus- people. <laughs> the most egregious accusation of that comment was that we were quote stone cold, cold sober. sober. Yeah, uh, at, which is just, oh, I didn't have, see that. We have never been sober while recording this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is libel. <laughs> Certainly not so. It would sober of mind. 
is uh, you couldn't be and do a podcast. You're not sober yeah, of mind it's a, it's a, to think that your <laughs> podcast will catch people's interest. It's, yeah. yeah, it's diluted thinking. Yeah, we were getting high off our own egos. Yeah. You do have a pure life, <laughs> like green tea in frame at the moment. Well, you but... don't need to. You don't need to give them free <laughs> advertising, man. Don't you know that our haters are making us famous? Yeah, make us famous. Well, I have a feeling we're gonna get more. Oh, um, I guess so. I just think it's so. I, we should have seen it coming, but apparently yeah. people are going to defend any, any, 80, well, a yeah. hundred years dead Serbian inventor, Nikola Tesla. But I forgot like Reddit dorks really do love him. Like internet people I guess really so, yeah. hoorah around Nikola Tesla. But that's why he was a loser. He did great things and got nothing great yeah. out of it. Got yeah, the I'm, worst people on the dude, planet yeah. screaming in Instagram you comments. A prolific body of work. Imagine you change tech, the face of technology and the only recognition you get from it is from the worst people on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I bring it on. I I welcome it. Yeah, dude. Call us. Call us every name under the sun. <laughs> Smash cut. I was getting docked. <laughs> our family yeah, is no. like men showing up at our parents' house. Maybe like, don't bring uh, it. My yeah. mom could use a man showing up at her house. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'd hate that. <laughs> oh, we finally opened up to Adam's mom is so single joke. <laughs> Your mom is so single. If anyone's got any uh, eligible fathers mm. in the f- zip code, <laughs> oh that feels weird to give the zip, does, code. You, the zip code more so you, than the town. That was in a the zip zoom code. out docs. <laughs> that was like a docs from far away. This is going to be our first bleep. The whole the town show. is the same zip code, though, so it feels... I think you should weirder to use a number. I think maybe the number instead of a name kind of thing. You might need to scratch that out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, (laughs) We can't go in on that. No, we can't. I'm not going to turn it off and go home on that. (laughs) (laughs) We can can give up. (laughs) What are you guys been up to? I mean, the dreaded, (laughs) the dreaded. All right. Well, we haven't done a three person episode in a month last week (laughs) yeah but i don't count that one well just because cosmo had a little fucking stick up his butt and didn't want to be talking last yeah i was in one of my funks (laughs) (laughs) one of your mime funks (laughs) if you could have seen the the box that i had trapped myself in i I lost the key i couldn't get out (laughs) after cosmo's last breakup he painted his face white for a whole month Half of it was Juggalo, though. I don't want it to sound one note. He was trying some things. Yeah, out. I really yeah. was looking for experimenting a new, a new way to express my loneliness. You wanted some family. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I dude. Thought you could find that with the clowns. <laughs> they seem nice. Oh, I think they seem lovely. They seem but like insane. Yeah, they, <laughs> they say they're insane. Yes, but like dude. anyone who says they're insane is probably pretty cool, you know. So, how many Juggalos did like a normal school have at it? <laughs> I, I did not have any, but did, I think yeah, we're kind of in a post. We're oh, post, you, you were post-Juggalo? We're post that, and also, I don't know, maybe just because of where we grew up, uh, I don't think there was... There I feel were, like we were prime Juggalo I mean, territory. There were, there were kids that would have, that, that were like firmly in that camp, but they I don't think they weren't painting their face. You know, the, Not at school, maybe. Maybe there were Juggalos at my school, now that I think of... Now, there, there were some kids that um, either... Were jugglers and I didn't know about. Or you thought they were? You thought they were clowns growing up? Yeah, you thought they were genuine. They're here to cheer up the sad students. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I went to a kind of a big school, so maybe there was just kind of a ju- clown college. Juggalos slipping through the cracks. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, think how many could fit in a single car. <laughs> there's got to be some in my school of like fourteen hundred. The forgotten youth. <laughs> American the invisible, invisible children. <laughs> <laughs> The American Juggalo. American Juggalo. Uh, I think there were some kids that could have benefited from the Juggalo lifestyle in my house. Oh, to yeah. don the paint. <laughs> I, yeah, I think 
I mean, if the you sense are, of family or more caffeine in the soda, yeah, Fago. <laughs> yeah more Fago. Yeah. yeah, there's some kids where I'm like, you are under caffeinated. <laughs> there's a, there's something about an orange soda at like 8 a.m. that mm. really gets your day off of a bang, huh? <laughs> well, it's part of a balanced breakfast. That's what was in those cups, right? In the commercials, yeah, the cereal. So no, they were like eggs, bacon, pancakes, bowl of cereal, glass of milk, and glass of orange juice. Well, something can be really heavy and balanced. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no just, limit to how much. Each Twelve thing. gorillas on each side of that judge scale. Whatever. That no one uses. Guilty. The scopes monkey trial. I think you bring it in now, baby, because uh, we're hitting on the topic already. So you might as well give it a go. All right. Well, monkey welcome. go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, partner? Yeah, we're talking about the world's most criminal monkey. The scopes monkey trial. I'm telling you. Welcome to the American Journal of Losers, everybody. Hey, brought to you by Crypto.com. I had to get it up before when he got a little joke in. Yeah, yeah, one of our little, our little mm-hmm. ahs. A little ooze, ahs, ah, ah, bing, ting, ting, what a what a bing, bang. <laughs> okay. That's when people tune into the American Journal of Loser, <laughs> baby. My name's Joey Bendersky. I'm the ones that do. It sounds like you're like sp- doing wind sprints back and forth <laughs> past the microphone. And I'm Adam McShane. Wow, and there he comes, and there he went, <laughs> and I am the one. <laughs> Cosmo Nomiko is hello, hello. Hi. Gotten over his crippling stage fright. I know, last dude. Week. I had the yips. <laughs> he did. And he's usually so I, good I, at I, podcasting. The mental yips. <laughs> I spent the whole last episode googling how to be confident <laughs> uh, and influence people. Yeah, and infl- yeah. Win, win the prize of friends. <laughs> I think I was into the. I'm into the first half of that of that title. I'm like, ooh, win friends. Yes. Please and influence people. It's creepy. Mm. It is creepy. It is influencing people's creepy. I winning, to, winning friends. I'm all about it, baby. I just read a book for work called The Infinite Game. Oh mm. God, that's Cosmo works as a pickup artist. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get my game to the inf- infinite. <laughs> that's what this hat's doing. I, you know what I'll that's say? What this... I'll go ahead and say it. Too much game. Yeah. Well, it's not about winning. It's about the love. Of playing the game, <laughs> mm. of which is marketing. What the <laughs> hell? Kind of it, sad it, business it's book. Business forever. It's, you, the idea. it's not even business for money. It's business, business for the forever. pleasure of yeah, doing business yeah. for the love of the game. <laughs> Just try doing a couple days of work without getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like a not-for-profit capitalist. I just think the system itself rules, yeah. but I don't want to like profit off it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to help capitalism along on its track. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> capitalism, you know stumbles a little bit mm-hmm. sometimes capitalism he, and, and and when there was only one set of footprints on the stand that was where <laughs> capitalism <laughs> carried me <laughs> well yeah joey it's me yep still him new computer oh, can wow. i t- can we flex You're how well the podcast is yeah. joey's the only one with the the bank look at his shirt <laughs> the routing number to the so well <laughs> I'm wearing got a haircut. I'm wearing a shirt that I've owned for years. Yeah, dude. I'm using a computer. I knew you tripped a lot, but I, I never thought you'd stumble into so much money. Yeah, it would be a windfall. <laughs> look, I've been, I've been, tri- I've been tripping in the right places. Yeah, let you, me tell you. And boy, and boy, oh boy, is the settlement's pretty good these days. <laughs> well, Joe, I have to, uh, I have to imagine you brought someone today that didn't trip in the right places. Hmm. <laughs> Did you bring a loser? Yeah, I did. I just am thinking about what you said there and wondering. I'm kind of calling you a winner in a way. Wondering if it's any good at all. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited that we have all three of our hosts here and speaking again. Esteemed mm-hmm. colleagues. Because this. Last week you were esteemed colleague. <laughs> yeah, you I were. Was, I was. I was PO'd. <laughs> I was esteemed. All right. Well, now. 
Listen, I'm going to have to bleep that. <laughs> has, this episode, I think, has the potential to be our grossest episode yet. Let's Love go. that. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I, there are gross things in the story. Whether or not you guys... Make, oh, can I add? No? Oh, yeah. You it's can. not going to require any sort of embellishing? Oh, it's just add water, baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. But I guess it's possible that I, I introduce some of the grosser uh, aspects of the story and you guys just decide not to riff on them. So we'll mm. see. Yeah, we just cross our arms. <laughs> You're like, nothing funny about yeah. poop or penises. <laughs> you know I would never say that. <laughs> you have gone on the record saying farts aren't funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you've changed yeah, since then. I know. I like to, you've come I, around. No, oh. I like to hold it. I like to hold it against you, though. Yeah. Should we publish the minutes on that whole conversation? No, I, re I reread them and I was like, "You guys are having fun," and I was just trying to fight. <laughs> 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 it's like I'm not. I don't. Come, was, I don't we, look good in this. It was a great. It was a great conversation from 2017 or something. Yeah, Anyway. Sand in the hourglass. Mm -hmm. Anyways, everyone agreed that farts are funny and Cosmo was on some kind of Puritan crusade. I was kind of in the middle, which is maybe the most insane place to be. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no. The, yeah. Middle's always, the middle's always exactly the right place. When you have two <laughs> positions, the one in between them is always the best. Uh -huh. Interesting. Especially <laughs> when those two positions are sex positions. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like where this guy's head <laughs> Look, the little smile. <laughs> I like where this guy's head is at. You guys eat breakfast this morning? A balanced one. Yeah. Do you guys get a hearty meal of breakfast? Are you breakfast guys? I eat a yogurt most days. A yogurt. Excellent. <laughs> That's going to come up in this. No, I went straight to lunch. You go straight to lunch. Yeah. He at 8 a.m. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, this guy. Yeah, he's having paninis. Uh, I wake up every morning ravenously hungry. So okay. I, I'm, I'm never a skip breakfast guy. Uh, but something I, I've learned interesting about the history of breakfast is that for a long time, it made people very unwell. <laughs> Huh. You're not supposed to eat that early? <laughs> no, you are supposed to eat first thing in the morning. Uh, yeah, when you you're can. breaking your fast. <laughs> you gotta break that fast. Yeah. The fast that comes with sleep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, especially during the parts of the <laughs> the parts of history where people are moving into urban environments, they don't have access to fresh fruit fruit necessarily, right? Okay. Are they just eating a T-bone? They're eating <laughs> turkey legs? Essentially, more mutton. <laughs> yes, they're eating their leftovers from last night, which have congealed and whatever. I mean, uh -huh. they don't, they, they last through the night, but not through the rest of the day, so you eat those leftovers yeah, get, then, yeah. and then get off to your factory job. I had some uh, old chili that had congealed this weekend, mm. and it, it kind of looks appetizing, because you're like, oh, I know what that's going to look like when I heat it up again. Here's the thing, is I've done, <laughs> I've done so many learning. You know? I've done so I, many. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Okay, so, so like candy you, pervert. Candy <laughs> pervert doesn't have the vision to see why a hardened shell of chili is going to be gleaming in the sunlight later. Yeah, but are you are you hearing yourself though? I mean, here's the thing. I, I spent a lot of time learning about the temperature danger zone. Now you're not supposed to leave food uh, at a certain temperature. You know, below uh, hot, below above cold. Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be below Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> I've never thought about that one time well it's a it's a restaurant uh, thing i'll eat pizza next day <laughs> poop my brains my out. i feel bad all my week. thing is i kind of think it tastes <laughs> that. I think carry I, shame for a week when you poop your pants no like i that's an exaggeration right. i feel <laughs> sick from the pizza i'm saying i kind of think food tastes the best when it's been in the danger zone and sure. has been getting all that oh. tasty bacteria yeah, it's, on it it's the risk <laughs> yeah. oh baby joey's got a need for speed <laughs> this is my candy pervert moment the digestion I, speed i i think if you let if you just like leave a pot of soup on the counter overnight that's the fuck what the hell oh but you just hit that what you if, just hit that stove right back on exactly it's, it's ready to go yeah, so, but you, you're not one of these psychos you don't actually enjoy the like under the lamp food right oh no not that's that. just been like warm because for that's hours trying to keep it up to temp yeah and that that feels you like where all the bacteria 
Is it even keeping it up to temp or just like hot enough that when they little Caesar sells you the pizza, you won't be mad? It's oh, ready. Caesars do that. Yeah. Caesars promises sure. that it will be ready and that they have never right, yeah. they have never failed to deliver yeah. on that promise. They made that pizza 13 years ago. Hail and it's Kaiser. been ready. Ever it ready. Yeah. Hail Kaiser, his pizza is hot this and it is ready. Is and those those are the promises he makes and he has not broken them. This once. is his aqueduct, the, the perpetually hot pizza. They have a new sale going on. I don't know if you saw Little Caesars at two pizza, get two pizza. You did this joke already on the podcast. <laughs> Damn it. To be fair, we brought up Little Caesars on the podcast before. So yeah, what do we have? We have three things that we like to talk about. <laughs> what do you expect? Anyways, all of this uh, eating meat in the morning, it's bad for <laughs> you, right? It causes what, yeah. they, what they used to call dyspepsia, which is just a general word for tummy not feel good. Okay. Mm. But that all changed when our losers came along. Uh, the Pepto Bismol brothers. <laughs> um, Johnson, or wait, who does uh, Jimmy and Dean? <laughs> the breakfast sausage good, kings. Good guesses. So we're doing normally when you hear the story, it focuses on just one of the brothers because he's kind of the more well-known name. But I think both of them are losers in their own special way. Okay, one of them is a classic guy with a lot of bad ideas, and one of them's his little brother who would never live up to the shadow of a guy with big bad ideas. Kind of a Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> it is so a Donnie yeah, Wahlberg. Okay, okay. <laughs> Down to the Wahlbergers aspect. This is yeah. the, essentially the tale of the Wahlberg. All right, all right. We're talking about John Harvey and William Keith Kellogg. Uh, the cereal bros. <laughs> they are. <laughs> okay. They are, as the Wright brothers were to airplanes. <laughs> they were to spoon to mouth. Yes. <laughs> Did they invent the colored spoons that change, you know, that change colors when you eat? With like them? a mood spoon? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you call it a mood spoon. <laughs> Do you think that, now, are you under the impression that that is older technology than when exactly when you were growing up? <laughs> well, I've just never seen Yeah, kind of. <laughs> where, where, where was the spoon? I kind of picture it being like discovered next to an ancient scroll. I picture it being like magic, mystical, <laughs> that mystical part of history where physics didn't apply. Would you used to eat like? And if they did, it would have got denied. You used to eat your little fruity pebbles with uh, with a spoon, and then you'd be like, "Am I enjoying these?" And you look down, and it was green. You'd be like, "I am." Yeah. Or, or it turned jet black. <laughs> <laughs> it was just cold in the the milk, and then warm in your mouth, and it just was like changed colors. That's so fun. What a whimsical. Yeah. Why are you not more whimsical? <laughs> you, 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 had a, you had you were born of a silver spoon in your mouth, <laughs> and I pulled out a golden one. Yeah. These '90s kids, you'd think they would have more fun yeah, in their lives, but they're always talking about how there's no opportunities <laughs> yeah. for them anymore we, we got burnt out man yeah we had we went too hard too fast <laughs> right it, classic icarus situation yeah. i mean when Who you're when you got spoons that changed color in your mouth i mean what are you gonna you peak. use a regular spoon yeah and you've had to for years although regular spoon flips your image upside down and that's kind of fun that too. Is so fun. you can hang it on your or right side up because apparently our eyes do that don't whew. <laughs> Other territory we've covered. <laughs> <laughs> so what do these Kellogg's do? Yeah, these Kellogg's. What do they do? Joe, stop biding time. <laughs> I, I, you are acting as though I asked you to kill time. Yeah. How does this story get perverse? <laughs> oh, it's gonna get. It's gonna. All right. a great question. It's gonna get perverse. I'm. I'm so happy you guys that have heard about this because boy, oh boy, is there some. There's some heat in this. Sort of a caca duty story. Uh uh, among other things, okay. <laughs> we're gonna hit, we're gonna hit we're gonna we're gonna hit poop, sex, and racism right, today. Right, proceed, counselor. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not the order I do it in, but <laughs> can really get jazzed with it. it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so William Keith and John Harvey Kellogg. Uh, John Harvey's older than William. William. It's 1852. He's born. 1860 is when William is born. They are the children of a broom maker in Battle Creek, Michigan. Okay. Oh. They're Civil War babies. 
<laughs> sure. I mean, everyone was everyone was wondering what's going to happen next in the country. Yeah. Everyone was yeah under the covers. Put that put that on the uh, script list. Sorry, talking to the intern. Oh, Civil War babies? You kidding me? Come on. What? I'd write that script. Oh, oh, I see. Babies oh, that are fighting in a <laughs> civil oh, war, like Muppet babies. It's brother yeah. against brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brada against brada. <laughs> Did you ever do that regrets episode? They should have. Anyway, <laughs> where Tommy Pickles fights for the Confederacy. <laughs> Why would he be the Confederacy? He's a he's a good boy. He's a true leader. He would never fight for the Confederacy. Okay. Anyways. Okay. They are children of a broom maker who is a also a devout Seventh Day Adventist. Okay. No, you're gonna have to give us that. Well, I'm my, more of a Sixth Day. My under, I mean, that's my understanding is they they have like a slight misinter or like difference in interpretation of the Bible. Cosmo's almost about to call it a misinterpretation. Well, so he's like, got like, <laughs> yeah, re- have their, they don't have their finger on the pulse like I do. <laughs> but but they, 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 yeah, they just think that like God did all his his wacky shit on day on, on Sunday instead of Saturday. <laughs> uh, so that is a part of it. Uh, is if, if from the name you can tell they celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday, which is also uh, yeah. wh- when Jews celebrate it. Yeah. So it's not even that weird. It's just that it's hey, you know what? It's weird that other people do it on Sunday. Don't I, you think they're Jewish Christians? Yeah, they're Jews for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, more important than the Seventh Day thing though is the Adventist thing because they're a part of a larger movement. Uh, y'all heard of the Great Disappointment? <laughs> Uh, I've what? heard my mother <laughs> speak those words. It's but. actually sewn into a childhood jersey of Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, those, like, those, like, really people, long. Like, like pl- pillows that people sew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cosmos football coach used to say, GD, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, then he would go. the helmet stuck on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the great disappointment was uh, a man named William Miller got this huge following who sat and said, the uh, the rapture is going to happen 1844 Jesus is coming back and they were uh, they were bummed i guess yeah. if you're looking yeah i guess if you so think you're going then. yeah why not welcome right. it so all these millerites after that happens there's these uh, hey and don't worry guys it's called the great disappointment we'll cover it on the american journal of losers someday <laughs> wait so miller called this as a thing that was going to happen yeah he was like miller time 1844 okay all right happen. i, I just want to make sure I'm, someone got <laughs> miller time yeah i'm familiar with a different miller time yeah. i just decided to go ahead and jump on it because that was clearly what you were going for uh, and i was yeah. like i don't want to have to talk anymore yeah. <laughs> you haven't called the shot yet though i'm waiting for that notebook <laughs> where, where you tell me what jokes I'm yeah. going to make. I would you love to talk a big game to the stands. <laughs> I, I wrote one uh, the day we started the podcast, and I can't wait to bring it out. Yeah, All right. it's behind a glass box that he breaks with a red <laughs> hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so after after this failed attempt at calling the rapture, there's all these Adventist evangelical groups who are like, okay, but the rapture is coming. I believe the witnesses are in a similar situation. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're in generally like it's coming up. There's going to be a rapture very soon. The seven day Adventists, the advent obviously is the rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the founders of seven day Adventism are like friends with the Kellogg family. That's how like localized okay. it is. Ellen White and her husband, James Springer are like the prophets of the seventh day Adventist church. They're around during this time. And it's actually the Kellogg's father who like tells her to come and set up shop in battle Creek. Okay. It's a small church at the time, but they're like devout and it grows over the course of their life. So these people are like connected, right? If they're like, well, they're they're, they're connected to this particular Christian movement that is going to be picking up steam. 
Okay. Uh, but also we'll see that they are actually very close to White and Springer and they, they hook them up with some, some gigs later down the line. It's funny to be like ground floor on like a, on God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really is. <laughs> also, like, you know, is this in the right place, right time? I made mean, a couple smart investments. It's one of those things where you can be like, you know, we're the fastest growing religion in the world. <laughs> we had four last year and now yeah, there's eight of us. Yeah, it's like, wow. Our God spreads like infectious disease. <laughs> <laughs> what does your God do? Uh, so as you might imagine, uh, of the 11 children that the Kellogg's were a part of, education wasn't forefronted hmm. because the rapture was going to happen any day now. Interesting. You don't got to teach a kid how to get raptured. <laughs> no, they know instinctively. Mm-hmm, but <laughs> they know how to fight, fuck, and get raptured <laughs> and make Rice Krispies. <laughs> but our public school makes us forget how to get raptured, and mm-hmm. that's why we have to bring prayer <laughs> yeah. back into our school. You're born into the world knowing it, and then <laughs> and then higher edge learning physics. <laughs> so, anyways, they didn't care about education, but John J. H. Kellogg was uh, a, a, a he was a he was a reader. He was just a smart little kid. And actually, Springer and White, the two founders of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, brought him on to be like their little assistant, their printing devil, as it's called. Devil. They worked at a printing press, and apparently the servants at uh, printing presses, the little uh, the guys that help out are called printing devils. That... And they were cool with that? <laughs> I mean, they're the they're the servant it, boys. Is it some sort of like, like 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 the worldly print of man is devilish or something? It's like... actually unclear where it comes from, but I, it might have to do with the fact that they would get covered in ink all the time. Which, well, that makes you closer to, like, a squid. <laughs> like an octopus. Look, let's just be happy they're saying devil. It's not yeah. something way worse, <laughs> okay. okay? You know what? All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's take it as it is. So, yeah, James is a printing devil. Uh, whereas uh, William Keith, not as into the learning stuff. He's, he's a little <laughs> bit slow. He tries to pick up on his father's broom-making trade. <laughs> you were like, one of them's barely literate. The other one, not not into the learning stuff like him. <laughs> <laughs> barely literate. I'm saying John Harvey Kellogg was a well-learned a, boy. A little book boy. Uh, I thought you were saying that he wasn't one for education, though. No, his father wasn't. The father didn't okay. care about education because they were going to get raptured any day now. If only I could listen. Why did he keep <laughs> popping them out? I think it was 18. It's uh, like a f- yeah. 19th century. You just gotta hedge, hedging your bets. We've talked about it before. You just have 11 children. This was back when die. This was back when Trojan only had traditional. It was before the fire and ice ones, so no one wanted to use <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, Because you couldn't chemically burn your dick. When when back when Trojan was having sex from inside a giant wooden horse <laughs> <laughs> to not get your wife pregnant. Right. The original glory hole. <laughs> the crack in the wooden horse. Hail hail be to him. <laughs> glory be to God. Oh, no, the White and Springer do hook these both of these boys up with jobs. They get William Keith a job making brooms in Texas. Okay, follows the family trade. Uh, thanks, Texas for needs brooms too. Of <laughs> if my like uncle was like, "I got you a cozy job. You're gonna move to Texas and make brooms." <laughs> when was this? The Dust Bowl. This broom industry is gonna take off. <laughs> is this pre or post Dust Bowl? Pre, pre. pre Dust Bowl. Okay. Yeah, but I mean that's head of See? the time. Yeah. I would invest if in you, brooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travel back buy in time. brooms. <laughs> you travel back in time. You'd know what to buy. Dude, the brooms suicide rate. Of, the suicide rate of maids during the Dust Bowl is. <laughs> was devastating work to death <laughs> it was <laughs> they used to clack pots and pans for all the the, the dusters and the yeah. sweepers of the world <laughs> yeah and they'd be like stop stop you're whipping up more dust <laughs> yeah, please blow your conch shell to assemble them all <laughs> <laughs> 
I just end up blowing stuff around the room. I like the angle that, or it's kind of a call to battle trumpet. That, yeah, it really brings into question what does Adam think the Dust Bowl is? But we, we're not going to get into that yeah, get because it's it. literally a century away from the story we're trying to tell. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, so they get William Q. the broom job. They get John Harvey. They send him that boy to medical school. Hmm. Wow. Dude. Yeah. Kind of like sweep the sweeping of the human body, the sweeping up of. Wow. The uh-huh. inside. Uh-huh. Not every riff has to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I thought that they That's... were just kind of like feeling out their vibes and they were like, Dr. Janitor. <laughs> like, like, like... We don't have a favorite. Yeah. yeah. How long yeah. can you say that into life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, and this is not their parents, of course, but uh, James Springer does sort of see John Harvey as a son and he sees... William Keith as the boy he thinks of as a son's brother. Okay, sure. Not <laughs> so, yeah, not his son, not but his related son. to his son. <laughs> yeah, by, you know, <laughs> yeah. He, it, honestly, nice of him to send him to a factory. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't sound like he had the the brains at this moment in his life. My son's brother. It's kind of poetic, you know. <laughs> You're telling me a doctor invented Lucky Charms. <laughs> Where's this going? Well, this was when, back when being a doctor was just believing in magic. Yeah, yeah, where it's like, where it's like, if only I could eat four leaf clovers and shooting stars. Sir, we're going to transplant this rabbit's foot onto your foot. So we're jumping up to 1876 after he's all doctored up, right? Okay. They hook him up with another job, this time at the Battle Creek Sanitarium. Uh, which is a Seventh-day Adventist hospital for recovering and getting healthy and right with God and whatnot. Okay, okay. Recovering from sickness and... Sanitarium? No, no, sanitarium. uh, Sanitarium, you would basically just go if you're like, I just need a fucking break. I just need to... I need to Mentally, it was like a mental kind of... It was mental, but it was also like place you would voluntarily check in and you get treated. You do all sorts of cleanses and whatnot. Okay, okay. So you get, he gets the he gets to direct the sanitarium, and it's the other thing is Seventh Day Adventists have like a your body's a gift from God kind of mentality. So this isn't work, sis. This isn't sorry. I said work it, sis. <laughs> your no, not your body. Oh, sorry, I see. Oh, sorry. specific. Sorry. So most people's bodies are gifts. Yeah, from God. okay. They, I don't know what's going There's on. There's a few exceptions. Really, one. <laughs> You sound like the comments section now. <laughs> yeah, I, that guy that said that our bodies weren't gifts from God. Weren't a wonderland. That actually yeah. wonderland. Yeah. John Mayer commented yeah. on our Instagram reel. And I said, wasn't talking about your bodies. Specifically not you three. <laughs> your bodies are a battlefield. Yes. <laughs> like like the your no man like the no man zone in World War One. That's what your body yeah, is. The demilitarized zone between Korea's those deep oceans with a bunch of mines still chained to the floor. <laughs> Balloons of the sea. <laughs> oh, yeah, now it's kind of cute, right? Now yeah. it's cute. Now I like it. Uh, yeah, so the Seventh Day Adventist beliefs are basically temperance, no alcohol, sure, no mm-hmm. coffee, no nothing, coffee. no spices, no the- spices. And John Harvey bought into this. Uh, he at one point said that vinegar <laughs> is the most evil thing that you could possibly put on food. I mean, does Kellogg's end up making cinnamon toast crunch, or is that a? <laughs> I just want you to know that no sugar cereals are going to be appearing in okay, the story. All right. sure, the history of cereal starts with the most boring cereals yes, it you was can like imagine. A, it was like a corn mush for a hundred years. We could have added sugar. They were against sugar, salt. They wanted the food Spice. to be bland as you could. Were they hot as fuck? Were these uh, some like <laughs> trim or were they just yeah, like that, average? That is like what Tom Brady eats. Yeah. Like, I imagine they had bodies that were kind of like too specific. You know when you watch like a... 
a movie too like, specific. You know, like bodybuilders from the fifties, where like our bodybuilders have like all they're all muscles. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. they'll just like they'll just they're have just like, like a really big chest yeah, or something. Right. They're like they're a like, hammy guy. Yeah, like they, a big. They are shaped like a ham. Yeah, yeah. they're like they are little tiny spindly legs. Barrel and their top chested. half is all like yeah. Well, they they well they have those like rubber band machines that just like shake you. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. think that makes you. Buy- <laughs> I don't remember the rubber band machine. <laughs> it's like a, it's just like a, it's like a rope to put around your waist and just shake you around. Yeah, well, what was that about? <laughs> that to your microphone. It probably sound good. <laughs> if it makes you look good, it probably yeah. makes the pot yeah. sound good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they didn't believe in flavor, and we'll. <laughs> we'll <laughs> they're basically mayo ass, honky ass white boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All yeah. <laughs> uh, colonizing the world ain't using no spices. Yeah, yeah. We're banning you from Flavor Town, and you're never welcome. The <laughs> so bland foods. We'll get back to bland foods in a second. Oh, there's thank some, God. There's <laughs> there's some theory behind that. But first, I just want to I want to talk about the other things. Uh, John Harvey Kellogg was a proponent of Fletcherism, uh, a man named Horace Fletcher, who believed and this was his whole thing. It believed in the importance of chewing. He said, yeah, uh, it's hard to discredit him, I guess. <laughs> he said you had to chew your food. I mean, this is just a man with obsessive compulsive disorder who tried to turn it into this a book. It's like some Jordan Peterson. He Good said, shit. You had to chew your food 40 times. Everybody. Uh, 40, I've heard that. You need to make it so. It's it a is, lot of times. You need to make it so it is a pate, like a liquid in your mouth that has no flavor. Chew your food until it is unpleasant to be in your mouth. And then I just spit like a wine tasting. <laughs> I chewed my tongue three times and that feels like too much. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's a lot of times. Well, you should not be doing that yeah. to yourself. Oh, well. <laughs> It does seem good for... I think we could all stand to chew more, but that's insane. 40? I feel that way about washing your hands for 20 or 30, whatever they say, too. That's too much. Come on. What are you doing? Yeah, do your own research about how long to wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a general, like, feel. You'd be like... Yeah, just a quick dart where they barely get wet. (laughs) Well, after peeing... Wipe it on your pants that you peed on already. Yeah, yeah, back to the Italian restaurant. (laughs) Actually, we should be washing our hands before we pee, not after. I don't know if that's in If you need me to go further, is that obvious? I'm getting too much pasta on my penis. Well, I get too much dinner foods from that were on my hands. No, but I'm just saying your penis is cleaner than your hands. <laughs> is that like a dog's that, mouth know, is cleaner than a human's? I'm no, because sure that's right. You're picking stuff up. You're touching doorknobs. You're on the bus. Hey, you What's your know. penis you, doing? Uh, you Hopefully, chilling. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. This is a I wow. I mean, this is a great point, Adam. All right, I feel like you're you're belittling me. No, I I like, know. I, I, I think I feel like underwear sweat grosser than hand sweat, though. Of course, if it's sweaty, like it, you know, maybe well, you're gonna get yeah, a little foul it, but it's more a, sanitary regardless. I think. I mean, your hand sweat. You just want you got to do it after, anyways. But going in before, that's an idea that I had. That is interesting. Before. That is interesting. You got to do it after. What about what about full on putting your <laughs> in the sink? I love this start <laughs> and, and watching that. Off. We should have. We should have hog sinks. Yeah, kind of a bidet for the front. <laughs> yeah, that was that front tail off. Yeah, wow. we're on. We're on track to make this the grossest episode. I I'm, really, I'm so proud of you guys. Well, You're I, getting in early. Kazuo, uh, you said you uh, you you take a pine. You take a yogurt every morning. Yeah. Take was, one. What do you yeah, inject it into your face? Yeah. You, you, you eat a yogurt. Yes? Most, yeah, most morning. Well, yeah. Uh, John Harvey Kellogg believed that people should eat a uh, should have a pint of yogurt every day. That's a lot. Okay, that's well, that's only more o- than I have. But <laughs> only half of it is going in the mouth. 
So Kalonic was, was, <laughs> wow. yeah, was enema. mind reading here. Yes. Uh, he was a proponent of yogurt enemas as well as water enemas where he would shoot up to 15 well, you get gallons of water into people at a time. What's the deal of enemas? They're just, they're, they're just they're nonsense. Okay. No, no. They're, f- I mean, they can clean, they'll get you clean, sure, but 15 okay. is a I, lot. I thought it was specific to fighting constipation. No. Well, uh, that is, and then, to get him and that is why he was such a proponent of it, because he was of the belief that human beings should have four bowel movements a day. Well, I guess the yogurt's like probiotic, mm-hmm. and, then and shooting yogurt uh, up your asses. It is. It feels like a, like a child's like understanding though, where it's like, well, you put some in the front and then some in the back. You're like, yeah. Well, it feels like a shortcut. It's like, well, you're not. Are you really shitting if you just literally put it up there a second ago? <laughs> <laughs> he's shoving yogurt up there and then pooping out yogurt and he's like look well that counts as one yeah, that's that's the yogurt from the mouth uh, that, that went through the whole journey I know it he goes like, to shake your hand he's like don't worry that's mouth yogurt <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh sorry about that <laughs> uh, by the way that four bowel movements a day idea that he has that comes from uh, he was observing gorillas at the zoo oh and for a that, long time well for, for 24, 24 hours I yeah. noticed that they had four a day so he was like well that's probably what humans need to have the same know. the same as a primate in a cage i've had four four in a yeah. day. i think when i've had four in a day i'm not having a good day now i've had four in a day, day and felt okay but it's probably because i went ham the day before yeah you know eight i don't know i think four is certainly on the high end i think we know i think my ex podcast host here i'll say his name and cut it later if we want but i'm pretty sure charlie Cogis mentions Taking four shits a day. Well, Charlie Coges has the most boring job in the world, so I think he savors and looks forward to all of his bowel moves. Oh, you think he cuts him, cuts cuts turds off halfway <laughs> just to save, yeah, save yeah, yeah, yeah. a little now, a little I'll later. See yeah. you later. <laughs> he is a man of moderation, so yeah, yeah. You can't have too much fun all at once. <laughs> Uh, he has a couple other weird mentions. I just want to give a little bit of credit to. Okay, so this is like a real freaky guy. Yeah, and this was a this was a very popular destination by the way okay, i love that even like 1860 there's already like alternative so, like nutrition and medicine going well on. i wouldn't call this alternative this was the mainstream okay really? okay yeah yeah. <laughs> this was the best idea anyone had had right. was let's put a half a pint of yogurt up my butt How every day would you trust yogurt from 1860 <laughs> that's <laughs> that's as trustworthy rough. as today uh, all right hey, hey you, eat with it. You. you eat it first when pack. there's living <laughs> stuff in it when it relies on things living yeah i don't know i kind of get weird yogurt has it's like, a, like a very specific food that I want to be made in a clean environment. <laughs> All right. Uh, just a couple other quick shout outs to some of the therapies he did. Continuous baths where people would be <laughs> continuous. continuous. <laughs> where it's like you're you're never like six hours out of a, <laughs> from one end or the other of a bath. Uh, you're never more than a few minutes out of the bath. Okay. So kind of like a shape of water thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That pruny motherfucker. <laughs> how lo- how long is that? Can you keep that up? Uh, days, weeks, or months, according to him. So is it like a treatment that you do for six months, or your entire life? You're aquatic now. Yeah. What's the end goal here? <laughs> you know, the end goal. <laughs> that you is can pretty, live on land. The end goal is just kind of wellness. <laughs> I, w- I would rather be in feel terrible on dry land than like an infinite float thing. <laughs> a bath for f- just a bath for a month, and you're allowed to get out to do your four bowel movements a day. <laughs> of course. Wow, what a treat! This is cra- that okay? Of everything we've said, like there, like that's the one that you can't do. 
All of these are like, you shouldn't, but you could. You can't do this. This <laughs> does feel like things would gr- start to grow on your body. Yeah, like, I <laughs> picture new types of fungi and... You get gills. <laughs> uh, he was also very into light bulb therapy after the light bulb was invented. And Chewing on them? <laughs> no, it's basically like... Um, you know those sad lamps? Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, except, but but in the 19th century, so probably not it's nearly just, as good at all. Standing under a, just an incandescent. Just incandescent just light. flickering. Oh, but wait, but he wanted you to look at them? Yeah, you're in. You're being, yeah, I think you're looking. Oh, I didn't know if it was like skin absorbing. Or, I knew someone who thought sun staring was a way to get energy oh, and not need food. No, it was no, the no, most no. manic idea I've ever heard. It's a way to get high. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> oh, Who was uh, that someone I went life? to high school with is a, a fascinating character to follow online. Fully blind. Entrepreneur. <laughs> he has like a thousand dollar like life coach thing online. And it's like, you know, no, you know, like one person bought it or two. Like, and he's like, that's the thousand or whatever he priced that, $2,000. Um, yeah, my and life it almost co- adds legitimacy <laughs> in the mind of the crazy person seeking out. <laughs> I don't know. He's 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 an interesting character. <laughs> he stares into I gotta he check stares out. directly into the sun. Well, you, you close your eyes, but it's still insane. <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at a bright sun with your eyes closed, no, but it's, it's still, still pretty, pretty bright. bright. <laughs> That's so, dude. My yeah, my life coach <laughs> went blind staring at the sun. But he hasn't eaten in weeks, and uh, we didn't think he could do that. He looks very good. Yeah, he looks trim. Yeah. He's tan for sure. Look really yeah. good. Yeah. No, well, yeah. All right, I can't go down too long about that. Him. <laughs> I mean, hey, sun starers. I'll add him to the list. I'll see if I can yeah, find this. Put it out there. Well, I know that those like those like people those like that Ken and Barbie couple that got all the plastic surgery. They're like these guys who don't eat. They just get food from the oh. air and stuff. <laughs> food from the air. I'm not lying. Like, That's what like, they claim they're doing. Like fucking like blue whales yeah. just sifting for crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're big meshy They're mouth. filter feeding yeah, is what you're yeah, saying yeah. <laughs> So all the allergens that bother me Just feel them yeah, Wow, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about Well we'll talk yeah, about it later <laughs> We'll go down a deep YouTube rabbit hole later uh, Ken and Barbie couple He's maybe talking about actual plastic people <laughs> And being like you know they don't eat, <laughs> yeah, they don't eat anything dude. Smash cut to Cosmo playing with toys as a child <laughs> Looking, Let's suck up look, the air. Looking, <laughs> looking at their pants, looking at my pants. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, this was popular though. Like the, Thomas, the bath thing. The whole sanitarium experience was like celebrities were going there. William Howard Taft, one of the presidents. It's funny that celebrities have always been the dumbest sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Amelia Earhart, Henry Ford. <laughs> Amelia, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Does what, it help you not crash your plane to death? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What people don't know in that plane was like a Victorian tub <laughs> on the like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> above the floor. Incredible. All right, but let me get to the real fucking quote with John Harvey Kellogg. Let me uh, let me hit you with this. <laughs> let me hit you with this little quote here. Neither the plague, nor war, nor smallpox, nor similar diseases have produced results so disastrous to humanity as the pernicious habit of onanism. Look, you, and what's onanism? You, you, you guys don't know. It's breakfast. You guys don't know about onanism. <laughs> <laughs> you smarmy little you guys are, tell you me. You guys don't know about uh you you, you get a little bit of a Are we onanism in right now? You get a little bit of alone time, you know. No oh, one's around. Oh, You're feeling a little alone. Take yourself on a date. It's taking your it's, oh, it's uh onanism. It's visiting your hand. It's after a character in the Bible. Oh. The go- damn to be to jerk off one time <laughs> and God walks in on you. And now, <laughs> what's this up? is your thing. Yeah. This is Carl's playtime <laughs> yeah. for the rest of Carl, eternity. I'm doing, the, I'm doing the call. 
Carl, they call it. <laughs> and what's fucked up about uh, Odin gets a uh, masturbation named after him. He didn't even masturbate. He just uh, pulled out and came on the ground. Oh, that's oh, what, that's boy. What, oh, when I say I masturbate, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you're having sex, yeah, but you're I'm not s- impregnating yeah. the wolf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I have a lot of things to say, and I'm like, it's about, it's about I'm wasting. doing filtering, and it's really taking all my CPU power. <laughs> One of these days, we'll get no. Adam uncensored. We can, we can dig into Odin. Maybe we dig into Odin in his own episode, because let's talk about what John Harvey Kellogg thought masturbation was doing to people. He thought that every organism, or sorry, he thought that every orgasm was causing horrible stress to the body. That could be true. <laughs> that might be true. Le petit mot. Yeah. I heard an interesting thing. Not to, this doesn't lend to his, but the, apparently the face you make while coming no. is like the face you make while in pain. <laughs> There's like a weird okay. relation of like sort of pain, pleasure. I remember, that, I remember in, in being a, like, like in fourth grade. Okay. And, do I, and, a gr- and a girl would like, would like pull your like finger and be like, that's the noise you make during sex. And it feels like that's what you just did. <laughs> Yes, I'm constantly saying stop. Yeah, what, yeah. pull your finger. What yeah, noise did you make? They'd like hurt. They'd like hurt. They'd hurt you. Oh, oh. They'd, they'd cause you pain. Cosmo, you're being bullied. Wait, like, like, oh, it, it, it's a sort of a sexual bully. Huh? Give, give it a go. Let me see. <laughs> no, okay. I don't want to hurt you. No, no, just, no I'll I, do I, it. I never, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whoa! Wait a second. Did you live in the Gorham Street Apartments in Madison, Wisconsin from the years 2012 to 2013? You could hear me yabba-dabba-dooing in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. I thought they were watching old Flintstones episodes. That was some of my uh, that was some of my peak. Let's just say I got like a uh, uh, curly from the Three Stooges that year. I was. <laughs> so, yeah, masturbation is damaging the body. It's all this kind the of mind. <laughs> he believes believes to lead, lead to insanity, indigestion, <laughs> cancer. Uh, this is the kind of thing where if it like it, oh, if it turned indigestion out and cancer. <laughs> <laughs> if it turned out this is true, I would be like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I'd cut back for sure. Next time somebody has a tummy ache, be like, you've been uh, you've been uh, mm. spilling your seed upon the ground, there, buddy. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, what was to be done about this, of course? How could we stop? How do you stop the sin of masturbation? Because, of course, he thought it was a sin because he was a part of this church, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in terms of sandpaper his, palms, <laughs> in terms of his prudishness, mm-hmm. I also want to point out that he was he was married to uh, a temperance, a very lucky woman, <laughs> to a temperance <laughs> activist named Ella Eaton. And it is believed that they at no point consummated their marriage. Damn, they were, oh. they were allowed to. <laughs> right. I mean... I don't know what his deal was. It sounds like he's not into it. It sounds like he wasn't interested in sex yeah. at all. I right. was taking that out on a lot of other people. Yeah. Hmm. I uh, like the idea of being asexual just because how gross you think it is. Right? <laughs> asexual because it's the 19th century and it's all kind of nasty and close to the butt. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> It's all pretty close to the butt. It's a little close to the butt, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, he wrote a book about the evils of masturbation. And on his honeymoon, he and Ella Eaton edited it. 
and I'm oh dude that might be like the like the ultimate form of sex that might be like the most perverse way to make love stuffing out other people's sexual yeah, flames yeah, yeah. yeah. on your honeymoon the like, way that people like, like do like orgasm <laughs> denial yes. they were denying orgasms for everyone on the planet there's something they so were edging through that. the hindrance of other yes. people's orgasms they were they were like going super saiyan on opposite sides of the room from each other just like levitating off the ground <laughs> like beams of energy shooting off of them <laughs> all right so the reason i thought that maybe you guys had heard of the of john harvey kellogg and his whole thing with masturbation is because he's often credited with, with the, the frosted flake <laughs> With, no, John Harvey no, Kellogg. Just a regular flag. Yeah, you're right. John Harvey Kellogg, if you've heard of him, is credited with bringing circumcision <laughs> to non Jews in America. Whoa, yeah, really? Dude, that motherfucker got me, dude. <laughs> I got a Kellogg scar. <laughs> Damn, bro. Dude, I'm like Harry Potter and he's my Voldemort. I got a fucking scar from this motherfucker. From now on, you will not use his name. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only kind of true. This the myth is that he was the guy. He was one of many people who thought that circumcision could be a helpful tool to stop kids from masturbating. But like, he, hey, I'm gonna tell you something. Didn't work, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Well, he wasn't a. He didn't believe that it, a baby should be circumcised at birth. He thought that if a kid <laughs> was having a little bit too much fun by themselves, this was a punishment. It was an inc- it was a discouragement. That would work. That that would work. I would definitely stop for a little bit. If they took off some of my penis, I would you, you once you're circumcised, you don't have any more penis to lose. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they really took as much as I could oh, go. But so yeah, if you're if you're the kid that's like, I don't want to know what they take next. Yeah. But yeah. or if you're the kid that's like he took it all. He took it out. I, I am yeah. nothing left yeah, to yeah, lose. Yeah. <laughs> Goes in the opposite direction pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, you have made me the joke. I've become the joker. They <laughs> kill your family. You're yeah. like, I will burn this yeah, to the dude, ground, dude. Take- I have nobody left. <laughs> uh, and actually, in accordance to his own beliefs, he circumcised himself at age 37. When you say himself, wow. you mean he chose, he elected to have it, or he literally did it to himself? Uh, I believe he elected to have okay. it done. Okay. Because okay. that is a distinction. <laughs> that is, yeah. hey, that is quite a yeah, distinction. Yeah. And you're not wrong about that, pal. Uh, this wasn't the guy who did, who did surgery on themselves? Uh, God, it's been a long this journey. This we've Russian took appendix. Yeah, we had a couple guy. of uh, self oh, appendix. Yes, yes. Yeah. But no, I don't think I don't think he was trying to make a big show of it. I think, <laughs> and it doesn't say. I mean, you could make a machine pretty quick, though, did it? <laughs> I don't think they did. As a resident engineer day, on the podcast, I bet you could. I would rather a ma- like a, a human being do it than a machine. I to bet be there's a kitchen utensil, like one of those apple th- slicers or something, that would just work just it's fine. Like two degrees away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Make it perfect. <laughs> So yeah, he circumcised himself. I don't know what happened. Maybe he had a thought that <laughs> well doesn't seem like that happened. Who's to say? Uh, but it, circumcision was not the only thing you could do. You could also suture the penis to have to make it painful to get erections. Oh wow, <laughs> bad. That's, oh, Jesus. Yeah, where you what like does, s- scald does, the skin onto the head or something? No, like suture, mean suture exactly. is uh, like the, oh, stitch it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like stitch it flat against your body. Well, if it grows, if you like do stitches in a way that it grows, then it pulls at the stitches. Oh my god! <laughs> Which actually sounds like full circle could be like someone's 
totally do it for someone, honestly. <laughs> there's like people hanging up by the their back skin. I'm sure there's someone that oh, boy. wouldn't mind. I, I hate this pervert. <laughs> well, okay. He but, also, he makes a, but he makes a damn, damn good cereal, dude. <laughs> if this is the kind of perversion it takes to fucking... This is the, the this twisted is, mind. From the twisted mind, I brought you Cocoa Pebbles. <laughs> from, from, yeah, maybe this is like a... You need to have pain to be a comedian. Maybe this, you need to have the most fucked up and repressed views on sexuality if you want to invent cornflakes. Uh, mutilated genitalia plus time equals great cereal <laughs> damn uh i just gotta shout it out as well he also invented cages for boy for the for the what for, for the, the peep. for the oh wow. like chastity stuff sorry yeah if you were laughing at the idea that no one had used cage before, <laughs> which is pretty funny wait, 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 but i also don't think he could have invented the, the penis it. cage what i feel like that's medieval shit the penis cage. Okay, that's fair. He probably didn't invent the penis. He was cage. he was really bringing it, popularizing the yeah. penis cage. He, he Americanized it and made yeah. it fucking big, yeah. dude. It was the Henry Ford. It was this kind of conveyor yeah. belt. And, and you know what? Honey, I shrunk the penis cage. <laughs> you know what's embarrassing is that so many men buy penis cages that are too big for them because they're afraid to admit. Yeah. yeah. What's well, so hard to get one accurately sized? <laughs> It's like it's like buying a bra. Once you find a penis cage that's like perfect for you, it's gonna change your life. Wow. So that's so okay. This does seem like everything we're saying is like yeah, is like a sex thing for some people. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It's a circle, baby. It, yeah. Snake eating its own tail and getting off on the fact that <laughs> yeah, it's eating yeah. its own tail. You know. What I mean? He definitely is going too hard in the opposite direction of being horny. Right. Penis cage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just whispering. Yeah. Anyways, that was also why bland food was so important is because bland food was thought to arouse people or, or spicy. Sorry, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yes, food yes, with yes. spices, too much salt, too much sugar. That's not to really get your motor going. Okay. Little chocolate on Valentine's Day. And <sighs> next thing you know, your sutures are burning. Well, that ties with chocolate being like an aphrodisiac. Yeah, it's all, there's all sorts of things that aren't true that people believe. Some about. woman fed him a chocolate covered strawberry and he's like, must have been the strawberry. I am rock hard. <laughs> oh, dude, a fucking a, a woman brushes against him at the bank, for, and he's like blasting his way home. Like, <laughs> his way home. Is, yeah, he's, he's off the ground. <laughs> like, this. Uh, also, it wasn't just for the boys, of course. Uh, for the girls, he recommended carbolic acid applied to the clitoris. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. So just uh, I've never heard of even. carbolic acid. I, you know what? Me neither. It's an acid. Okay. Yeah, I, I can. I mean, I feel like it's easier to discover the chemical pop, compound of carbolic acid to the actual clitoris. <laughs> Where could it possibly? Yeah, be? yeah. You're trying to put this acid on, like I don't. I've heard about, back I of the elbow. Is, but how about you tell me where you think it is? What I think is ironic, though, is that one of his other methods that I didn't mention before was uh, he invented the vibrating chair. <laughs> To like a massage chair, to, like a to not masturbate. <laughs> yes, to not, to, you know, to to calm, to the shake body. out all the bad thoughts. Yes, <laughs> was it supposed to? No, it was not. But of course, okay. it wasn't supposed to masturbate. Well, I thought but maybe, maybe if the chair's doing it, you're not doing it, so you can like it's like a loophole. God, so he couch. So he did all the legwork of a Sibian. <laughs> he like put in. He is like. Are you familiar? You're not familiar. Okay. It's like a saddle with a dildo on it. Ah, yeah. okay. He's I'm invented, sorry, I don't know the brand name. I, know. I he's invented like ninety percent of. They all make modern. symbols and <laughs> saddles with dildo. Sorry, oh, go ahead. Silgen. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> 
but it's no he's invented like these are all modern sex toys yeah that he is like like this, <laughs> this guy is such a pervert dude the energy really he's is. put into like making people not come is insane <laughs> yeah this guy was a uh so not horny that he was horny <laughs> yeah incredible well this is how he gets off by sitting very still <laughs> in, a, in a vibrating chair not coming <laughs> like 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 every like every neuron in his body on fire he, thinking about locking a penis wait, in a kid a coffin and a hundred years later sting would do the same thing but he'd give us cool <laughs> reggae rock and roll yeah music. dude he was like a tanker guy right honestly yeah, this is his message yeah the frosted flake was his message in a bottle <laughs> <laughs> all right so here's what's happening we realized at this point that this is a longer episode than we thought it was going to be cosmo was super shy last episode <laughs> right, and we were like oh he's just gonna sit over and twiddle his thumbs and <laughs> you can't bring up a penis cage without having, <laughs> having 20 minutes tearing it diving into it <laughs> thanks for recognizing halfway through that that you didn't totally tear it apart that yeah, there's still yeah, some yeah. merit there's, to that you've left look. some room for <laughs> belief that the penis cage could work unlike the room that the penis cage leaves you which is not enough not to, enough to fulfill your needs <laughs> Uh, but we re- we recognized here that uh, this is going to have to be a two part episode on the Kellogg brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to have to learn all about cereal next week. Yeah, we ha- we've laid the groundwork of the perverse brain that invents <laughs> the grape nut. This is the sex dream you have before waking up and scarfing a box of uh, frosted flakes. Well, it's like it's like you wake up from like a weird dream and you're like you want to remember it, so you like 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 scribble a note. And his was like his was like make corn dry into cereal after like. <laughs> After having a wet dream at 45. That's- <laughs> <laughs> so, so next week we will be talking about William Keith, what happens to him, the start of the Kellogg's company, and the battle between these two brothers. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was going to be one episode. This is a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> this one's on me. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Yeah. yeah. Next week. Hey, same time, same place. Same, <laughs> same bat channel. Yeah. I'll bring the penis cage. <laughs> you